The Bloody Elbow Podcast Network is moving. That's right. We're moving from SoundCloud and YouTube to Substack. It will still be available through your current iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher subscriptions, but the main home of the Bloody Elbow Podcast Network will now be on Substack. While most of our audio content will remain free, we'll be asking listeners to please get a paid subscription to support the shows, which are now ad-free. Please give us your email, and we'll send you notices and summaries of every new episode. Become a paid subscriber and get bonus segments only available to those who've pledged their support. Sign up at bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com today. Bloody Elbow presents the MMA Bunker. Taking a deep dive into hot-button MMA topics is your host, Kid Nate. Hola, MMA aficionados. I can't remember what my MMA Bunker tagline intro is, but that used to be the one I used on the MMA Tet-a-Tet, which will be happening more often than MMA Bunker. Of course, this is Kid Nate Wilcox or Old Kid Nate, or Original Kid Nate, or King Nate. Not sure where the title's ultimately going to end up, but I'm back in the MMA bunker, a place I never thought I'd return to. The lights are low, the doors are locked, the shotgun is leaning against the door, the savage killer attack dog is on the loose inside the facility, ready to render harmless any invaders that come to interfere with my expression of my MMA insights, of which I really have none. I've been blogging about MMA since 2007 when I started Bloody Elbow. I was just a fan who happened to have some friends who ran some sports blogs, and I thought it would be cool to have a mixed martial arts blog of my own. I recruited Luke Thomas when I figured out that I didn't know how to do that, and Luke started building something that's become what we know as Bloody Elbow today. And in the course of that time, I've learned quite a bit about blogging and wanted to sort of refresh everybody of my blogging philosophy. I'm not a journalist. I am a blogger. And we employ journalists at Bloody Elbow. People like John Nash and Kareem Zidane do actual journalism, which involves investigating interviews and and analyzing massive amounts of data and putting together reports and, and articles. That's not what I do. I'm a fan with a megaphone. And I think there's some value in that and just having a place where fans can express their opinions about the sport they love. And that's all I'm doing. That's all I am. I try to keep my information diet such that I just know what you know. I see what's on screen on ESPN plus. I see what's on my screen on Twitter and Instagram and other places where fighters go to talk and I follow along and comment on it. I think that's a valid approach. And if you don't, well, sorry, not much I can do about that. And it's been an interesting journey. Like I 
really had no idea how seriously people would take this stuff when I started a blog called Bloody Elbow. I thought we would just be commenting on the fights and, you know, other fans would read it and that would be that. But it turns out when you get a critical mass of MMA fans together, that the management of the UFC and the management of the various fighters in the UFC and the managers and owners of the other promotions, who are all connected, by the way, at this point, um, they care very much. And they will actually work quite hard to control and manipulate the content that you put out. And so the entire history of Bloody Elbow since 2007 has been this long, slow attempt to resolve the tension between our desire to honestly express our opinion as fans and to do original reporting and support original reporting when we have a piece that we think is worth publishing that people need to know about that fans need to know about that the managers need to know about, you know, when we have some inside information about the UFC, it's not even inside information. It's John Nash reading publicly available or sometimes privately available for a, a fee fundamental business reports. That's all it is. And, and, you know, that's not all it is. It's analysis and other things. But what we've learned is that that really pisses some people off that they don't want, truth uh and sunlight penetrating the dark dingy world of mixed martial arts and while we were part of vox media and we still are part of vox media until april 1st that was a pretty serious conflict because mma mania didn't have that same mission and mma fighting certainly didn't have that same mission those sites had stated interest in not rocking the boat and not doing anything to upset uh, UFC or fighter management. The problem is you can't report on the sport honestly without upsetting the UFC and fighter management. So even Ariel Hawani has had his many conflicts with Dana White. And, you know, we've seen all that. But when Bloody Elbow was part of Vox, we had to, to a certain degree, shape our coverage and pull our punches. And there were things, just topics we just didn't touch because it would have been so damaging to MMA mania and MMA fighting and their relationships with the UFC and the various managers and power brokers in the game. To access the bonus content of this show, you must be a paid subscriber. To do that, go to bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com and subscribe today. The Bloody Elbow Podcast Network is moving. That's right, we're moving from SoundCloud and YouTube to Substack. It will still be available through your current iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher subscriptions, but the main home of the Bloody Elbow Podcast Network will now be on Substack. While most of our audio content will remain free, we'll be asking listeners to please get a paid subscription to support the shows which are now ad-free. Please give us your email and we'll send you notices and summaries of every new episode. Become a paid subscriber and get bonus segments only available to those who've pledged their support. Sign up at bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com today. Mm-hmm.